PM board bombs. Now, here's doctors Iltafat Hussein and Blake Briggs. Welcome back to another EM Board Bombs podcast where board studying continues to be enjoyable. My name is Blake Briggs, comma MD, and I'm joined today by Iltafat Hussein, comma MD. Hello. Is it me that you were looking for, Blake? Which album of hers do you like the most? Such a great vocalist. I mean, she's great. Yeah, such a great she's vocalist. She's great. I love Adele. So anyways, Blake, this is especially in Board Bombs and Peer Collab. Uh, what's Peer? I'm, you know, I'm glad you asked, Blake. Peer is an emergency medicine board review platform from ASAP. Their tagline is, quote, Peer, the one your peers say is the closest to the boards, end quote. Pretty nice. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Wait, so why are we doing this? Because it's Peer. Okay, sure. I guess. Blake, it's a collab. Oh, it's a collab. You should have said so. I'm down for it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Aceps Pierre and Ian Borbombs are collaborating on a joint podcast venture where they give us their awesome questions and we give, you know, just everyone our awesome podcast voices. Yeah. Even Adele agrees. Your voice is quite awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, so for each 15 minute episode with us, you gain high yield board knowledge. As we like to say, come for the stems. Stay for the content. You can sign up on our website for free updates and episodes, printed handouts, free review quizzes to test your knowledge on topics. And you can go to get all this free stuff by going to our website at emboardbombs.com. Again, that is emboardbombs.com. You'll also find us on Twitter, Instagram, at emboardbombs. Dr. Hussein, you ready for today's topic? Let's do it. I think you're pretty proud of this stem, so I'm going to let you uh, handle this one yourself. A 22-year-old male with a history of sickle cell disease presents with fever and a productive cough of two days. Vital signs are the following. Blood pressure, 128 over 89. Heart rate, 109. Respiratory rate, 18. Temperature is 102.3. Pulse ox, 96% on room air. You have difficulty performing oscillation because he is watching the hit Netflix series Tiger King (laughs) on his phone, and he refuses to move for you. Good Lord. When you ask him politely to move slightly, he says, quote, Doc, you think she killed her husband, don't you? End quote. (laughs) You respond, of course, and oscillate his lungs, revealing crackles in the left lower lobe. Which organism is most likely to cause acute chest syndrome in this patient? A. Haemophilus influenza. B. Klebsiella pneumonia. C. Strep pneumonia. D. Mycoplasma pneumonia. Correct answer here, Dr. Briggs. Correct answer here is going to be D, mycoplasma pneumonia. Boom. Hey, boards love these questions. Yeah, and that's why we selected this uh, question as well. And we're going to rock out with this. We're so glad Pierre is covering uh, this commonly tested topic. We've we've been getting this question since med school. Before med school. Before med, before med school. school. In organic chemistry, we were getting this question. <laughs> yeah, mycoplasma was coming up in organic chemistry. <laughs> Yes, because they knew you were going to med school, and they were saying, you might as well learn this right now. Yeah, well, they were talking about the backside attack, and they were like, hey, you know what's important about this backside attack? <laughs> what was it, S1, S2? Something like that. It was like, you have to know this because mycoplasma does that. Oh, anyway, patients with sickle cell disease, they're susceptible to infections from encapsulated organisms, and that's because they're functionally asplenic after childhood. This is such a crazy, like, important board stat 
that you have to know this since step one, and you still have to know it. Acute chest syndrome is the most common cause of death in sickle cell disease in the United States. That's another actual board question. Uh, they could just straight up ask you that on any board question, that this is the most common cause of death if you have sickle cell disease. Correct. Historically, strep pneumonia was the most common cause of acute chest syndrome, which makes sense. You know, nationally, it is the most common cause of community-acquired pneumonia. However, due to the use of broad pneumococcal vaccines and penicillin prophylaxis, strep pneumonia is actually not that commonly a cause of acute chest syndrome in patients with sickle cell disease. And that actually kind of hit home to me because I feel like I was drilled in med school that strep pneumonia was the cause. Right, right. Pretty interesting that that's changed now. Uh, but recent studies show that actually the most common infectious type in acute chest syndrome is from atypical bacteria. And if we can name two atypical bacteria that cause pneumonia in younger patients, what are they? So again, you're looking at mycoplasma pneumonia, and you're looking at Chlamydiae pneumonia. <laughs> is that a French bug? <laughs> That's definitely definitely a bug found in Paris. Uh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> the city of love. <laughs> and oh, there might be some other things found there as well. And so we talked about the most common cause of death in sickle cell disease being acute chest. Mm -hmm. We talked about the most common organism that can cause acute chest. So those are two questions that you have right away. The third question that you're gonna be asked on the boards is going to be what you're gonna use for your antibiotics. Yep, and we wanted to add this in. This wasn't part of the question, but we thought we'd add this in as a nice little bonus round because it gives you that full encompassing kind of knowledge bomb. Right, so you're telling me I should give this person Vosin? Exactly, uh, Vosin, <laughs> don't forget the copyright symbol after that. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Just think about it. No, please do not give this patient Ugh. Zosin and Vank. Please do not. What is it? Be more targeted, Dr. Briggs. You're giving community-acquired pneumonia coverage, uh, and you're going to make sure you cover atypicals. So a third-generation cephalosporin, so like ceftriaxone, plus a macrolide antibiotic. They're the typical therapies. And of course, you know, knowledge about your local uh, antibiograms is really important here, right, Dr. Sang? Can you tell me a little more about kind of where I'm getting with that? Yeah, you're going to have local sensitivities that you're going to need to be aware of in your area. So certain types of antibiotics obviously won't work as well. So knowing what's used in your area is critical. Absolutely. And, you know, just as a big plug here, we cover uh, the two things we talked about in this episode. We cover these more in depth on our other podcast, which you should check out on episode 31, uh, which is titled Acute Chest Syndrome When Vosin is Wrong. <laughs> Yes, that is the we, title. We cover all the details on acute chest syndrome in a comprehensive kind of antibiotic guide to these patients. Another podcast you should check out from us is episode 46, Community Pneumonia, Free Current Jelly. <laughs> yes, that, that is the uh, episode title. Um, and not only do we talk about in that episode why the P is silent in pneumonia, uh, we also talk about the disposition antibiotics and the port PSI score, which is going to be on your boards. Yes. There are not that many algorithms and decision-making tools on the boards, but I would say the solidified, well-researched ones are definitely on your boards. Heart Pathway, Wells, Perk, and Port and PSI. So I'm going to throw a curveball and a wrench in everything we've been talking about. Are you ready? Ready. <laughs> are you bracing the chair? Or are you pacing? Ready. Ready. So actually, of all the pathogens listed, I know we just mentioned how encapsulated bugs are bad in sickle cell disease. Uh, mycoplasma is actually not encapsulated. Whoops. What? <laughs> what? It's just more common, though. you got to remember that most sickle uh. cell patients are young, and that, remember, we're giving pneumococcal vaccines, so encapsulated bugs are just not that common anymore for pneumonia and sickle cell disease. So it's actually mycoplasma. It is a common cause of infection in those with sickle cell disease, while the pneumococcal encapsulated bugs are not. Hey, just as a quick 
uh, turnaround here, we have a mnemonic, well, as in Pierre has a mnemonic, for remembering encapsulate organisms. You want to quickly name it? Let's do it. Some nasty killers have some capsule protection. All right. And so if we go through this word by word, the word some will be streptococcus pneumonia. The word nasty will be Neisseria meningitidis, yeah, which is pretty nasty. Me. That scares me. That's the, that's the nastiest of this whole group. That's the scariest. Yeah. Killers would be Klebsiella pneumonia. Have would be Haemophilus influenza. Some would be Salmonella typhi. Eh, I agree with that. Yeah. Capsule, Cryptococcus neoformis, yeah. also a nasty yeah. one. All right. And protection, Pseudomonas yeah. aeruginosa. Yeah. <laughs> Those are some nasty ones. Hey, you know what? They you are. know what? There's one not on that list. This is a bonus bomb. You want to do a bonus bomb? Let's do it. What's the bonus bomb? Now it's time for a bonus bomb. <laughs> So we did an episode while back on dog bites. Remember Bark for Dog Menton episode? Yes. And remember there was some point we made about how there was this one infection from dog bite that only asplenic patients get. Yes. (laughs) You remember? And I remember someone texted me and they said, I never would have gotten that question right if it wasn't for your podcast. That wasn't me. That was what? That wasn't me texting you though. I know it wasn't you. It was a a colleague at work. They shall remain anonymous. So they told me that. And the bug, if you remember correctly, was capnocytophagia. Yes. They love that bug on the boards. They love they it. They love it. I, we're, we're just dropping bombs left and right. Yeah. I think we just help people with four questions on the boards. Uh, more than that. But yeah, you're being modest. <laughs> I am being modest. Maybe 15. All right, let's summarize it. So point number one, acute chest syndrome is the most common cause of death in sickle cell disease in the United States. you agree with that? Correct. Number two, the most common bug causing acute chest syndrome in a vaccinated patient would be mycoplasma pneumonia, not an encapsulated bug. I concur. The antibiotics is not going to be vocin. No. We'll let you think about that. Think about it. <laughs> think about why that's wrong. It's actually going to be third-gen cephalosporin plus a macrolid antibiotic. Correct. Correct. And remember that there's plenty of other bugs that are encapsulated causing problems. There's a mnemonic for it. I'm not going to repeat it. And remember, I think worth repeating one question, though, is that whenever you have a dog bite, in a asplenic patient, particularly sickle cell patients, the septic, really severe bug that causes infections in asplenic patients after a dog bite would be capnocytophagia. Yep. I've also heard capnocytophagia um, actually infiltrated in a foreign country and just took over the government. Yes, that is that is accurate. Yeah. Infowars. Infowars. <laughs> I heard they're a weapon of choice by the Illuminati. Cap- capnocytophagia. Oh, okay. You know, we're, that is crossing the line. The <laughs> we can't talk about the Illuminati. Can't talk about All right. You want to take us out? All right. Well, that's it. I uh, really want to shout out to Pierre and ASAP. Uh, we're excited about this collaboration where we're going to be bringing you joint podcasts with the awesome questions that they have and with their support. We're going to be dropping these questions not only on our website, but a joint website that we're creating uh, with Pierre and ASAP. Sign up on Twitter and Instagram at EM Board Bombs. You can sign up on our website as well. There's a pretty awesome airway module that Dr. Briggs and Chase Countryman have created on our website, emboardbombs.com. It really is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. These are live rapid sequence innovation videos that you can see uh, that have been done on patients in the ER. And it goes through and gives you detailed anatomy, Uh, detailed um, maneuvers that you utilize uh, during these interventions. So really check it out. Dr. Briggs, you want to take us out? Another bomb delivered. Boom. See you next time for more action.
That was multiple bombs, like an air raid. <laughs> 